welcome, welcome. In this episode, I speak with Daniel, who is a serial entrepreneur. And if I could describe him in one word, he stands for the art of playfulness. But we will talk about couple stuff, right? So actually, to put it quite frankly, we will talk about how to turn shitty situations into gold in your entrepreneurial couple's life. And trust me, there will be inspiration for you, no matter which relationship you are living in. We talk about him and his partner, Shauna, and how they together as a serial entrepreneurial couple overcame several challenges in the past couple of years and what they learned from these situations and how it actually led to the strong fundament that they now have in their relationship as well as in the business ventures that they pursue. So there will be inspiration, there will be emotion, there will be some hands-on practices Mm, I love this episode. So Daniel and I met actually at Maastricht University back in those days. He's an old university friend of mine and he was known to run the student bars, you know, to really have the the fun, playful parties going. And uh, we met again last year at one of their um, Alice in Wonderland inspired mindfulness events called Mad Hatters. So he has been an entrepreneur for as long as I know him. And now he is together with his partner, Shauna, um, starting a retreat center here in Portugal called the Lost Valley. Check it out. I cannot wait to see that place because there's so much love and dedication um, that flew into the creation of this dream. And before we start the interview, I want to anchor you in the now. I invite you to a moment of mindfulness, a little practice inspired by the ocean waves that surround me here in Portugal. For a moment of mindfulness and to practice our empathic listening skills for better understanding each other, let's take this moment for some conscious breathing inspired by the ocean sound just notice how the air travels in your body without changing anything. So take a deep inhale in and notice the air going through your throat, traveling down along your spine, maybe opening up the chest, maybe lifting your belly higher. And as you exhale, feel how with the air leaving, you are also relaxing into this. And now take a very conscious deep breath, inhale in, Try to let the air travel all the way into your hip. Feel how your belly lifts, feel how your chest lifts. Bring the air all the way to the hips. And then exhale completely. Let the air pass through your mouth or your nose, whatever feels more comfortable. And with your next inhale, feel how fresh air and fresh energy enters your body. Make space for something new to be absorbed as you are about to listen to this podcast episode. And then as you exhale, let go of anything that is not serving you anymore. Any tension, any old thoughts, any distractions as you drop into this space. And then listen up, not just with your ears, but with your heart. Hey, Daniel. Glad to have you here in the show. And um, 
as a as a start, I would like to ask you, who are you? Who are you as a couple and what is it that you are building? And whatever picture came up there in these three questions, feel free to just flow with that as an introduction to the audience. Okay, wonderful. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's uh it's really beautiful. Um when you asked me to 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 be part of this podcast, I'm like, wow, we're we're actually doing this. We're a couple that are actually doing this. And and it was interesting. We just brought some friends to the, the train station close by and we were waving them goodbye and then turning around, staying in Portugal and going back home. And it was this moment when we both realized, like, wow, we're actually doing this. And we're not doing this alone. We're doing this with our best friend and and lover and and partner uh, uh, at the same time. So it was really like we stepped in the in the car today and we were really like, wow, we're doing this. And, and that's the same feeling when, that I had when you asked me for this interview and this, this podcast where I was really like, wow, yeah, actually realizing that, wow, we're actually doing something quite wild here. Uh, uh, because when you're in it, it doesn't feel like this. You're just, you're just going. And, and um, so, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> about me briefly, uh, I, I come from the event business. Uh, I had a stroll into advertising. Quite the wild life uh, already during my studies and then straight after studies, my own my own company and quite the wild life uh, as you as you have witnessed as well and enjoyed with us as well during our study days when we had an event business uh, and a nightclub and and all these these yeah these oh, crazy yeah. things. Remember it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. So so a lot of good times. Um, and and that's actually also where I met my partner on the dance floor through that passion that stayed even after that part of my life professionally ended and I went into more serious world of advertising, the the agency world, uh, working with international clients. Um the love for the for the dance floor stayed and the love for events stayed. And that's um that's where 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 Shona and I uh, I met through through a mutual friend. Um and that was just shortly before she went to Ibiza, where my second passion, yoga, took me. So uh, instead of partying, I would go to Ibiza on yoga retreats, and she lived there at the time. And we were just friends for about four years. We were just friends, um, which is a really good recommendation I can give to any couple. Uh, be friends first, uh, then you know all the bullshit of your partner before you get into a relationship. So um, <laughs> we had that we had that bonus on our belt. Um, uh, yeah. So she lived in Ibiza. I came there regularly for retreats. Um, That's how that story began. My advertising story ended after after a wild journey of five years in Amsterdam, working the career life, uh, uh, beautiful experiences, crazy stuff, crazy productions, um, no sleep, tons of deadlines, this this world. Um, and then at some point there was a shift between between the, the the yoga and the spirituality that I found as a balance to that wild lifestyle. Um, at some point, the consciousness part took over, and at some point, yeah, none of that work felt felt real um, and felt true, truthful anymore. And that's when that shift for me happened, and I uh, came back to to the entrepreneurial lifestyle of starting my own uh, a retreat and yoga teaching business. Um, because then I slowly, slowly um, went from advertising and, 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 and that world to, to the yoga world. In the beginning, I thought I'd just keep it business um, and organize retreats and facilitate because that, I knew that how that works from the event world. Um, 
but then quickly I realized that it's not about business. It's about so much more. And, and, and then the teachings sank in and started sharing the teachings because that was the thing that felt most true. And that's how it stayed until today. So the business then came later. Um, but the passion for presence and consciousness stayed. And that's also where my partner and I re-met after she came back from Ibiza. Um, she would find balance from her crazy passion, uh, profession, professional background in, uh, sound ceremonies and, and, and journeys I hosted back then in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. And weekly she would come to find rest and restoring, restoration in these sessions that I offered in Amsterdam. And then she kept coming back and coming back and slowly, slowly the, the, uh, something grew that was more than just friendship. And, um, at some point, some years later, we were both not in relationships. And, uh, then it was quite clear that, uh, uh, we, 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 we had much more than just friendship. Mm -hmm. That's how that began. Um, and then that journey together unfolded. She, she dropped the, the, the fashion world at some point because she also was steam training through her life, um, like a steam train, not stopping. Yeah. Um, and that ended up in a herniated disc at 28. And um, then the things I had to offer as a yoga teacher in that world got even more interesting for her. Although she was already interested, uh, that went deeper and we went really exploring with the two of us, which was a very beautiful journey for us as a couple, a beautiful healing journey for her as an individual. Um, and, and yeah, then that's how we basically very fast after we got together, we decided to drop it all in Amsterdam and go on a world trip. That was, uh, one year after we became a couple end of 2019, we decided to go on a world trip and we all know what happened after that. <laughs> so, so our world trip started and ended, uh, in Panama and Costa Rica, <laughs> um, where we were stuck for uh, five months because we thought like, ah, repatriation flights, who needs that? Oh, um, yeah. We're going to wait till our airline gives us tickets. And that took five months. So we were stuck in a spiritual eco village in a community in Costa Rica um, called Pachamama. Um, shout out at all the people at Pachamama at that point. Uh, they really touched us deeply um, yeah. in the work there. Because the world shut down and we were in that community where the healing workshops, the tantric workshops, the body cleanses, the yoga, the meditation, the ceremonies, all these things continued. And we were very lucky to be there, but we also had a very deep community living experience there as a couple um, in a closed bubble of a community with workshops that were triggering us to our core. Um, but also taught how to relate as a couple because we learned about conscious relating. We learned about tantric relating, um, much more than the kinky stuff. People think of tantra. It was really about ourselves. How do we relate to others? How do we set our boundaries? Oh, how yeah. do we, um, share our needs, share our desires, not only sexually, but also in general life questions. Mm -hmm. So this whole con conscious relating became very interesting for us. Um, and then also with the world shutting down, um, my job shut down because as a yoga teacher and a group facilitator, there's no more work. So we had the chance after this beautiful experience at Pachamama, which inspired us also in a way of how do we want to live in this world? 
How do we relate to nature? How do we manage our trash? How do we work with Mother Earth? What do we put in our bodies? How do we eat? How do we relate? Um, we left so highly inspired that we locked ourselves up in a, in a beautiful villa in Costa Rica at the coast and for one month covered the tables with sheets of paper and, and started sketching, brainstorming, drafting what this life would look like. And we left after one month. Um, we made it out of Costa Rica, then one month locked up in a, in a, in a beautiful place. Um, but we left with rolls of paper. One was a, brain, a creative brainstorm, one was a business plan, the other was the financial projection. And another one was how do we work with conscious investors and not with banks. So um, with that in our luggage, we went back to Amsterdam and said, okay, let's, let's look for that place where we could create this little world. And... Yeah, two years later, we went to a couple places, uh, uh, tried, fell on our faces and, and got like sent away because uh, we weren't ready and the place wasn't the right place. Took us two years of working hard and trying. We, yeah. we ended up here in Portugal where uh, we didn't think we would have. Nobody of us had that idea. And here we are. We found land. Um, we, we found land with the infrastructure that we needed. And um, yeah, what it is we're creating here is a retreat center, which we call a playground of presence, where Buddha meets Alice in Wonderland, where we can come back to our playful and magic side, but at the same time do that through finding to our presence and a healthy way to relate. So that's, in a nutshell, who I am, how I got here, who we are as a couple and what we do. Oh my gosh, I loved listening to every part of it and I felt like, no, 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 I'm not going to interrupt there because it's just a wonderful story to share, to listen to, to just follow your words and see actually and feel the, the, all the steps that led to where you are now. Uh, you are at home at the Lost Valley, right? That's where, where you are today in the retreat center. Yes. yes. And is that what you drafted in Costa Rica or when you wrote the business plan? Is that yes. it all started? So it all started already, you know, three years ago. And even more and more when it comes to the to the couple side of how, how you met. So sometimes we are, you know, looking only in the now, like what is an opportunity to cling to and this persistence of taking time to to dream, to dream together as a couple, to really make room and space for dreams to come up and then to go after it persistently, find ways to make it happen. Wow, such a powerful, yeah, stronger together experience for, for the two of you, I assume. But let's look a little bit at um, the good, the bad, the ugly of, of that time because, yeah, you are you're talking about a long time uh, together two years living together in a van as well right the last years looking for the land it was the two of you in a van with a dog together yeah. <laughs> it was also where, where we reconnected last year on one of the mad hatters and sure. the business that you were running uh, while you were on the road so the alice in wonderland event experience um from everywhere where you were at it was very beautiful I'm curious. Um, so, actually, how many how many entrepreneurial ventures do you now have together, the two of you? Or how many businesses are you currently, running? or yeah, or to have you been <laughs> running together? We actually don't work that well together. 
<laughs> so put it out there. Okay. That's one thing we found out over the last years. <laughs> so it's it's the truth. We're both very uh, uh, stubborn and eager people that have been very bad in positions where people told us what to do. Yeah. Um, and then the universe put us both together. Um, we have a couple couple strengths uh, uh, that help each other, mm-hmm. but. Being in the leading role together is definitely not one of them. So oh, cool. we we found that out the hard way. We 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 really banged our heads against another and, and had quite a lot of arguments with our first project. Um, but we found found a way that one person takes the lead and ownership of a certain project, and the other one supports. Mm-hmm. So 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 when she hosts the immersive dining events, it's her project, and I'm support. She tells me what to do, when to be where, and I'm supporting her with the best I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not making any big decisions. The decisions are taken by her. She's the boss. I, I support her. I give her my opinion when, when it's asked for. Um, but for the rest, I let go. I had to because we are too strong in our own ideas, how things should be, that that would go well. So that's a little bit how we function in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And. Um, that's, a, that's, a already, and, of, that's a powerful learning already and i see many couples oh, yeah. you know already like <laughs> when that happens um yeah, how it translates into the relationship and might even cause you know the the split up because oof, there's so much emotion in that so mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you've found a way good learning yeah, so, so so we had our pressure cookers that, that taught us these things first being stuck on a world trip and not being able to go home um, then being stuck in the van, it wasn't two years; it was was almost one year. So, so, so we we were one year in a in a in a in a, in a van, which wasn't a big van. <laughs> um, and then now this year, which was a very big challenge, because the process of finding the place and actually acquiring, which will go down the in the coming weeks. So it's uh, uh it's a very it's been a one year process. Um, that we've been waiting and hoping, and then there was postponement after postponement. While we broke up our tents in Amsterdam, thinking we were moving to Portugal, we weren't in Amsterdam anymore, but not here yet. So the pressure in our relationship was very, very high. Mm-hmm. Um, but over these years, we learned different ways of dealing with that pressure. And one of them is also to remember who we are as as a couple. And... Um, we have these days, we call them Adventure Wednesdays or Fantastic Fridays, mm. um, sometimes a Magic Monday, um, but they're always funky, funky themes where we come up with something unusual and go on some kind of adventure. So, so sometimes we, we uh, uh, dress up in, 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 in all kind of country, English country style and go on a rent a four, four wheel drive and go into nature and do something completely random. Or we, we make a party in the forest. Some, some things that are a little bit weird, a little bit out there. Um, but that help us to remember that we are actually really good play buddies as well, next to all the pressure and seriousness. Uh-huh. Um, so that's, that's one thing that really helped us to keep our playfulness in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, not get caught up with all the, all the serious things. Um, serious things. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a beautiful skill to have. So how do you decide when it's time for one of those days? Is it fixed in your calendar? Does one shout out it's time for Magical Monday? How often do you make it happen? So we try to have them once a month. We try to have them once a month at least. 
And when things are really bad, one of us comes with a, with a silly idea or or the request to have another another Magic Monday or or Adventure uh, 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 Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And and it can be as simple as when we're done with a meeting or we're having a very stressful day that that I'll I'll tell my partner to put her hands behind her back and eat the watermelon on the table with without hands and 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 boom you're out of your head and into the moment and 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 and, and you giggle. And, remember it's the like, small uh, the small sillinesses that we really enjoy oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. so who that's part of remembering who you are as a couple right like the the alice in wonderland yes. experience that you the playfulness that you bring into your business but also really embody and bring into everyday relationship experience ah beautiful small things to bring you back and, your and the things we offer here uh, uh in this retreat um we actually use these practices in our relationship so so when things are really heated we 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 practice conscious and mindful listening so i shut up she speaks for 10 minutes without interruption and 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 if it needs to be 15 minutes we set the timer to 15 minutes she speaks and i get the full picture no uh-huh or not really or something nothing i listen i take it in and then i have the chance to respond or to 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 share my perspective for 10 or 15 minutes mm-hmm. and she listens without interrupting and usually after this this practice of conscious listening the 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 matter at hand is clear because we 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 have compassion for each other and we understand the other perspective so it it really helps to use these practices to yeah use the tools we share with others also in our own private life so it's um one of our magic magic powers i love i love that exercise as well and it's in in all relationships actually it's it's super helpful when you when you so you know in the business world you learn as a new skill the active listening skill whereby you are supposed to listen to someone and not and say mm-hmm, and repeat what you what you heard but interrupt and then i feel like there is the next level, the, the conscious listening, where you actually don't react, don't say anything, and it's it's a yeah for some people really challenging skill to to develop first. Like I I don't say something, I don't already form an answer in my head. I just listen to what the other person says and just accept it. The the tough one and the good one. I love it. Yeah, I feel like you've had like some sort of uh, you know the, the challenges that you experienced were really. A blessing as well, right? Like the being forced uh, to to stay at the Pachamama retreat and to 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 just for a moment be together and and work things through um, in in those situations. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So um, you have the safe space where where you are held in community as well, where you can sit with the men afterwards and have an opportunity to share your role as a man and actually stand in your power as a and the same for my partner. So we we had we had very beautiful conditions. Um, we we were challenged. It was a pressure cooker, but but to have the support network and this container, the safe container where you can where you can meet these challenges, that was for us one of the biggest inspiration inspirations to create such a container ourselves with this project that we're doing here, mm-hmm. where people can really go through these things and know that they're held by people who have gone through similar stuff because we're all human. We go through the same stuff. And when we relate and, and hold each other, it, it, it becomes much more approachable because we know we're not alone. We see we're held. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm smiling internally. I mean, I'm also listening to your story for the first time and, 
in, in, in that much detail, right? We, we have met uh, like over 10 years ago and we've reconnected last year on, on one of the events. But now to hear the story, it's like, this is why I love my, my job so much. And this is the kind of couples that I, you know, want to support. And the things that they build are so powerful because they are built on a, on a basis, on the fundament of, uh, you have learned conscious communication. You have learned to address your wants and needs. Uh, you have learned to, to create a safe space, to give time and space uh, for for things to unfold and to to go through the pressure together and to see what what comes after you know the tension and all this and going through that and to really harvest the the benefits of that. And I feel like businesses or ventures or projects, it's even the question if it's still called business, but. Uh, that are built on that fundament of, of a couple or even couples that share these values and these skills. They are so deep and powerful because it's all really embodied in, in the couple or in the people holding those spaces. And it's where I see magic happen and I, I want to make it more visible. I want to, um, give these couples more, more visibility and yeah, um, also a space where they know um, yeah, this is modern couples as a container for, for like-minded couples or for, for, uh, coachings where we, where we share these mindsets and where we, where we see these skills. So, so beautiful what you're, what you're building there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I think if I may add something to that, you, you mentioned the, the, the embodiment of these things in the business. That's really where I see the master, the master class now after having had various adventures in the entrepreneurial world in my past this is the first time where we really try to bring consciousness into the way of running the business as well mm -hmm. which which already in the beginning when we were about to launch the business before we had another postponement of, of paperwork we we realized oh shit man we're taking our working mentality from advertising world and from the fashion circus into our current endeavor and we're just going on with the deadlines and with the with launch date and events and this and that and we had to pace ourselves where we were really like we had to sit each other down going like oh my god what are we doing are we repeating the same stuff again are we doing the same that we that we did in our prior careers that was the actual reason why we didn't want to do it anymore are we repeating this and that was really interesting to see where we as a couple trust each other enough that when one says we're running too fast or this is not going well or it's going downhill we will stop so we have like this ace up our sleeve this joker where one can say i pull the brake this far and not further we're doing something that's that's not doing as well and that's so hard it's so hard but when you trust each other you know that it's going to be for the best but my god we had to we had crowdfunding campaigns ready, a click away to be launched. And we had to say, no, 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 let's wait it out a little bit. Because my, my partner, Shona, she told me, it's it's not the right time. It's not the right time. What do you mean? It was a deadline. But to actually then trust the other, I have a very bad feeling with this. It's not the right time. Let's wait. And you go like, wow, okay, shit. This, everything I learned, I can throw out of the window right now. But then... In hindsight, I realized that it was the perfect choice and, 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 and that there will be a better moment to launch. But in the, in the old conditioning, it just did not work. And to see how we can work as reminders because we are so close, it's, yeah, very, very interesting, very interesting and challenging, but it's, 
it's really how we believe this business should run. If it doesn't feel right, that's the first instance that needs to be covered. If it doesn't feel right, there's no point. Why, why, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. So, so this is, this is for us one of the most interesting parts, how to bring this embodiment of these practices into our business. Really <laughs> walk the, really walk the talk. Yes. But whew, it's a, uh, Easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's one challenge to do that on your own, um, but it's another thing to do that together and to also have that trust that the other will call you out on your on your bullshit or will remind you of of a promise that that you made um, in those moments where you know one has the energy and the fire and to go, and one says no, it's not the right timing. So yeah, I'm I'm curious. So we we've covered a little bit like the the good, the bad, the ugly, but is there like Like one um, one ugly bad story that you want to share um, from from the last years and uh, and a big learning because I'm I'm also looking at okay wrapping things up I feel like we've covered quite some intense moments but if there's one more that you would like to share I would like to open the space. Um, I think it was one of the one of the heaviest moments was that moment this year we had already made a 10% down payment for the land. We already waited three months more than we thought we had to wait to move. Our apartment in Amsterdam had just been subrented. Our boxes were packed. Our jobs were quit. And then we received the news. We still don't have all the paperwork ready and we cannot move in. And there was no way to make this happen. And we were really in this in this space where the, where the carpet was pulled away from our feet. And we were losing our shit. It was really this moment where everything's ah. closed. We did our goodbye parties. We, we we had our launch event for the new thing. Everything was sorted. And there we were again. Another another moment of you can't get started. Um, I think that was one of the heaviest ones mm-hmm. where we where we were really without any foundation, without any we had no ground to stand on anymore because our home was gone. The new home wasn't there. We were not in the mood to spend more time in the van. And we were, we were really like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And, and I think that was one of the hardest moments of this whole journey where we were really, because when you don't have a home and no place to come, come back to and no foundation and, 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 and the plan that you have is worth nothing because you can't execute it yet. So that was really like this, you're stuck and that, That was hard for both of us. And that was also the moment we made that change in our life where we both decided that we're not waiting for this thing to happen for our happiness, but we're looking at what it is right now that we want to do. And that was also challenging because what I wanted to do, if I had the choice of whatever I would do in this moment, my choice was a different one than the one of Shona, my partner. So we sat there going like, okay, if I listen to my heart, I'm going to pack the van, put my motorbike in the back, go to a Zen, Zen monastery, and after that, disappear in the mountains and ride. And she was like, no way I'm going to hang out with monks for two weeks and then sit in the van while you ride around on your bike. So he decided that she would like to go to Ecuador, do a teacher training, which she always wanted to do, just pop up at the right time. So we, we sat there with, wow, what are we doing? We're, we're in the shit. We don't want to wait anymore. We want to change our our situation by doing what it is we really would like to do. But it isn't the same. 
So we really had to bite the bullet and accept that our wishes are different and let each other go in love and fulfill what it is that is our biggest desire in that moment. And we had the best time. It was the best decision for us as a couple because we were about to lose our marbles because no vision, no mission, nothing to do and stuck with each other. You, you Yeah, the partner is the first one to receive all the bullshit. So yes. it wasn't going well. <laughs> and then we, we, we made the decision in love to go separate ways for, for two months. And we had the best time. We had the best time. I, I, I went to Plum Village in France, uh, sat with the monks that uh, I practiced with Thich Nhat Hanh and, and, and could, could deepen my spiritual practice. Yes. Disappeared in the mountains uh, for weeks with my motorbike and the van. I had the best life on my own in solitude. And she, she uh, uh, studied uh, yoga with tantric philosophy and shamanic rituals and and womb wisdom in with a beautiful tribe in uh, uh, Ecuador who will now host their teacher trainings at our place so it's 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 all fallen wonderfully into place but the core the beginning of it was our darkest moment of the year it was really or of the year I think more than one year <laughs> so it's really yeah I think that's that's my favorite shit moment <laughs> <laughs> and i was just thinking while, while listening yeah like in in all those stories that you share there's always a positive side uh, to it or like a lesson learned and especially that story very often i feel like couples have in their mind like a thought of them always being together in order to to be a couple or to solve problems but sometimes this really speaking what you would like to do on your own and then the other person as well and not trying to find a compromise, but just making those things happen and then meeting each other as two happy people together again. Um, hardly any couple um, yeah, allows themselves, gives themselves the permission to do this. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you need to be forced to make this happen. Like in, in this situation, it was not planned, but really beautiful to hear. Um, so, But when you shared that story at no point or all your the, the hard moments, um, how often have you actually doubted the relationship and, and that? Was there ever a moment where the two of you were really close to a breakup? Because, I mean, especially in that situation, it was not the relationship. It was outside factors. It was like you were in a, in a moment where outside factors put you under pressure. It was, was never, you know, so um Were there ever yes, any it starts it starts going to your foundation as well mm -hmm. and and if you sit with your partner for a specific amount of time without having any other distraction or mission or 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 occupancy you 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 automatically start getting on each other's nerves and when that happens for a couple of months You stop appreciating each other because you're all that you have. There's no job that you go to because we were ready to go for this project. There was nothing. So after a while, you can't see your partner anymore and you can't talk to your partner anymore. And, and, and it's just it's just all too much. And we had moments where we really thought that where is this going? Where 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 are we going as a as a couple? We don't even we don't even enjoy each other anymore. So That was also interesting because the moment we made this decision to go separate paths, we were like, oh, my person is going to be gone. Oh, I have like, what, two weeks with you now? And then you're gone? Immediately something in us shifted. The moment we made that decision, 
And there she is, yes. talking, talking of the devil, speaking of the devil. <laughs> so, so it was really interesting to see how, in the moment we made the decision to go separate paths, there was an immediate opening where we realized, oh my God, I'm going to miss you so much. So, so it was very interesting because it it went to our substance. Mm-hmm. It went to our substance. Yeah. When all the shit from the outside world really like you, you unleash it on your on your partner and at one point, of course. oh my gosh, it's, it's, the, the, first, it's the first target. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, thank you for for taking me along the ride. That's um, definitely ups and downs in in yeah while while you are chasing and and living your your dreams. It's amazing to see you now both there. And what would you say um, nowadays are like your your guiding principles or your lessons learned that really, you know, like keep you keep you together and uh, will always be lived up to? I think a quote that I learned from Thich Nhat Hanh um, that helped me along my path and also our path, which describes what we just spoke about, is very, very suitable there. And it says, no mud, no lotus. If there's no bullshit, there's not, not going to be a flower. The mm-hmm. lotus needs the mud to grow and to, to, to blossom. Yeah. So, so we really learn to flip this around that when shit hits the fan, when it can't get any worse, this will usually be the igni- ignition for something beautiful to come and give us firepower for something, something else. Because when it's always comfortable, why, why change? Why move? Why, why, why do something? So I think this is one of our biggest lessons. Um, to see the positive in these bullshit moments and in these moments of despair. And, and, and that's, I think, something we, we successfully integrated in our lives. And I think also when I share about these moments, there's immediately something that sparks out of that. And that's something after you've fallen on your face a couple of times and you see that it will work afterwards, you can start trusting on that. And that's something I really... I really stand behind. You can really trust that that lotus will be beautiful and it's 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 well worth it. Beautiful, beautiful. Right? The courageous <laughs> love. Yes, 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 yes. Like, oh my gosh, taking risks also together to 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 explore the mud, to even get in a situation where it could get muddy. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah. Because that's where the growth is. That's where the juiciness is. That's where that's where the beauty is. Um, not that we're looking for the for the trouble. Don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> we're happy when things are good. We're not we're not we're not we're not looking for the trouble. Um, but when it comes, it comes, and it's it's part of life. It's the it's the balance. It's, yeah. it's really the balance. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for your share. Um, this was a wonderful conversation. Oh my gosh. Um, I really want to get it out there quickly and share it to the world. <laughs> beautiful yes. please uh spread the word and come visit it's the it's 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 so many beautiful teachings they're not our teachings we're just reproducing and sharing what we've learned from our teachers and from this 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 ocean of of, of learning and that's what we want to share here mm-hmm. so come by drink from that nectar enjoy that enjoy that wisdom that we've received and we're we're sharing um and that's that's really the essence of what we want to do here mm-hmm. beautiful Cool. Thank you very much, Daniel. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Really nice.